0: Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That A Z Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Shout out to our sponsor and guest for this episode, Arizona Barrels, Bottles, and Brews. So this is going down November 23rd at Salt River Fields. Check the show notes or just look for Arizona Barrels, Bottles, and Brews. You're going to get to enjoy craft beer, spirits, wine, mead, cider, all from around Arizona. Uh, kombucha too. So over 25 local... Arizona drink makers, yep, every one of the drinks at this event are going to be Arizona-made. So, plus with the with the way that the team behind this event at Salt River Fields, the way they put this thing together, really a lot of care and deliberate action to make sure that this is a really cool experience for the guests. So, you know, some festivals, I love them all because I like to go and try new things and meet new people. Uh, but sometimes the, long, the lines are long and you're just, you know... In and out real quick, don't get to talk to them very much. This is designed to allow you to kind of get to know the people behind your favorite Arizona beverages a little bit better. So if you're looking for that more intimate experience, this is your event. We're going to be there along with our pals Marcus Pina and Ryan Colvin. They're going to be doing a Beer 101 where basically they're going to be brewing a beer on site as the event is happening. So you can stop by, see what they're doing. We're going to have some best uh, special guest people talking about Um, all that stuff. You'll hear all about it in this episode. (laughs) So don't want to miss out on this. AZbottlesandbrews.com. We're also going to be giving away five pairs of tickets, three given away as part of this episode. So make sure if you're listening to this to check out the Facebook post or the Instagram post to see how you can win one of the three tickets that we're giving away for this episode and listen to a couple, there's some upcoming episodes with another couple chances to win so all right enough of that let's tap into arizona barrels bottles and brews all right so we're here at salt river fields home of the rockies and the diamondbacks right yeah you know what's so funny is i didn't like i was talking to somebody i'm like who else is there besides the rockies like the Diamondbacks, dude. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's their field. So you guys have a, a lot of events going on here, right?
1: Yeah. Like yeah, throughout the year
0: besides spring training.
1: Yep. 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 And try to keep busy.
0: That's what we're going to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. As we call it. And, it. and I'm glad you described it the way you did, AB3. Because I'm like, is it barrels, bottles, and Brews, and I think that's what it is, right? I yeah. got it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> AZ know? Barrels, Bottles, and
1: Brews. Yeah. But for short, just AZB3 is kind of what we, AZB3. Yeah, we I like it,
0: that. So, yeah. Is that a hashtag? Have you trademarked that hashtag no, right? Not really. <laughs> it's just kind of a
1: moniker we kind of use to keep it short. Make it easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Less well, typing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Commas. Is there a comma here, comma there? Right. Uh, so uh, introduce yourselves first. Let's
2: let's uh, meet you two.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, Chris Bennell. I'm the director of marketing here. Um, helping him with the events and spring training.
2: Nice. Okay. Sean Northup, director of special events and ticketing here. So handling all of the special event logistics and ticketing for spring training. So we've been here for, this will be our 10th season uh, uh, for spring training. So we have led the league in attendance every year since we've opened and set a new attendance record every year we open for spring training. So. The number one question we get is, well, what do you do outside of spring training? I mean, it is a month, but it's a very intense month in the lead-up and the planning and all that that goes into it. But uh, we do all these cool events and festivals that bring people into our neck of the woods. So down here uh, to Salt River Fields, and they get to enjoy everything around us uh, uh, within the Talking Stick Entertainment District. So (laughs) that's our our job, (laughs) is to get people down here and enjoy... Enjoy our our facility. It's world class. We just won an award today for the best uh, spring training ballpark of the decade. So, nice. um We just want people to enjoy our facility as much as possible. That's awesome. And and uh,
0: how long has how long has this facility been here? Uh,
2: this is heading into our tenth season. So it opened for business in February of two thousand eleven. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So I live my life in seasons. So like years are like, we're always like, (laughs) we're coming into our 10th season. So, okay. But years, I don't know. Is that like three years? I have no idea. It's 98 (laughs) or
0: 2018. I don't remember what it is.
2: Yeah. I'm living in the early 2000s anyway. So whatever.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Creed. Was that Creed? Yeah. Yeah.
2: The, the, yeah, really. The the benchmark for all rock and roll was <laughs> early two thousands. It
0: was. It really it's was. Only declined. Yeah. And this gentleman right here, who brought us tasty beverages, introduce yourself.
3: Well, I'm Andrew Bauman from Uncle Bear's Brewery. And uh, this, we were lucky enough to be part of this event last year, and it was just awesome. So we're trying to help any way we can make it great this year too. Andrew was one of the
2: very first meetings we had with uh, when launching this, creating this concept out of really thin air. So he was gracious enough to sit with us at the Awatuki location, and uh, when they didn't have their world class facility <laughs> that they do now. But uh, him and the sales director Jason, always been friends with Jason and uh, Andrew, and the boys have always been supportive of what we're doing. So we got together with them, and we're just like, hey, we. You guys have been telling us we need to do a beer festival. We want people to come out. We like beer. You like you brew beer. You brew, you do great stuff. So, let's pick your brain. These guys are always a part of all the the events and everything beer festivals that happen. So, tell us what you want. Like if you could, if you could create the best beer festival, <laughs> uh, what would it look like? And we just let him talk and listened and wrote, took down notes. And we met with uh, Doug from Scottsdale Beer Company, Steve at McFate. Um, and just listen to what they were saying, and then tried to take what they said and put it into action. And feel like we've done that um, from a from a vendor standpoint. We call them vendors, but the breweries, distilleries, wineries. From their standpoint, we put on the best festival that many of them have ever taken been a part of, which we, you know, hold that in high regard, and and something that we want to share with everyone so our philosophy is if we take care of the breweries and the wineries and the distilleries everybody else is going to will come so we want cool people that are friendly and so working with everyone is what we're trying to do you
0: guys are doing a good job of of it too i think that's impressive because it's not a matter of like hey i'm doing this festival you should be honored to be a part of it it's like hey can you guys help this help us make this even more awesome you know that i think it takes confidence to be able to uh, An openness to say, "Hey, what
3: can you provide? You know, wh- how how can we make this even better? You know." Yeah, that was a big part of it. They had uh, they had bags for us when we got here, like, uh, like little good like water and some chips, chips yeah. and stuff. <laughs> no one ever did that. They met us at the car, you drive your car up, and it was like valet unload all your stuff onto a golf cart, drive it to where your where your booth is. <laughs> We're expecting just to like hum, just grab everything and haul it all the way across the field. No, no. You just relax. Yeah, it's cool. That's
0: awesome, sir. Your uh, your cart is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. We really wanted to
1: make everybody feel special just for be a part of it because it was it was twofold: is for the patron coming to enjoy the festival, but also for the brewers and distilleries and and the wineries to enjoy the festival themselves. It's an intimate event so that everybody can talk to each other too. You know, the different yeah. brewers can go talk to each other, sample what's you know what's going on with different breweries and and kind of build off those relationships and i think that's what the patrons are seeing too where they had access to the brewers that were there the owners of the breweries where they could ask specific questions there weren't long lines where breweries were just you know filling up and on to the next one they got to interact with people so that's what kind of makes this event really cool and, and interesting
0: yeah yeah well, and, and like we were talking outside is is it's that celebrity thing, right? You, you guys are like celebrities. Brewers and brewery owners are like, "Oh my gosh, that's Andrew Bauman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Helton. Look it's Brian Helton, uh-huh. Uh, so so that's cool for people people love having access to that, you know, to see the people and talk to the people that are creating some of their favorite favorite drinks you know um, how did it, How did the idea come about to do uh, not just just a beer event, but do, let's do one that's Arizona? Because every every person that's involved in this is Arizona distilleries, wineries. Everybody is right. Yeah,
2: it's just it it kind of came up, you know, internally looking at doing a beer festival. There's plenty of them in the valley. It's nothing that's a a, a cutting edge idea. Oh, we're going to do a beer festival. Yeah, but we wanted to be unique and offer Arizona only and featuring Arizona products because the the breweries themselves is is such a such a scene that's exploding all over. And I think even when we started a year ago talking to, uh, Rob at the guild and partnering with them, I think there was like 94 breweries that were like guild members. And I know that that number is well over a hundred now, um, and growing. And so not only that, but people don't necessarily know about, you know, the wine scene in Arizona and that we now have distilleries that are opening up and, uh, and some of the, the awards that they're receiving. So we, we really took a lot of pride in Arizona. I'm from Iowa originally, but you know, now I've been here for almost, you know, 10 years. So I'm basically a native. Uh, so (laughs) we want to, we want to highlight and and have that pride in, in Arizona. Look what we're doing And we can stand on our own. We don't need anybody to come from outside of the state and support a beer festival. We've got enough quality breweries and distilleries and and people that are producing, um, you know, very good spirits. And uh, we want to showcase that and highlight that. So uh, that's what makes us unique. um, And just keeping it small and intimate. And to reiterate on Chris's point, like having a smaller event, I mean, it's capped it fifteen hundred tickets. So it's a small event for a reason. We want it to be intimate. We want people to have that one on one with take the time to talk to one of their favorite brewers or they really enjoy that beer. And um it's a five ounce sample of beer, so it's not a two ounce slammer that's half foam and you can't really taste it and you're like, Ugh Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving I I felt pressure just to slam this beer. I couldn't even you know, we couldn't even talk to to anyone and really get the flavor profiles. So, um, you know, we, we heard remarks from the brewers. Just I don't know how we did it, but just the patrons themselves were intelligent and they were asking good questions and they were they were. It was a good crowd. It was yeah. a nice crowd. It wasn't the uh, hammer, you fusty. know, hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. And that's what we want to keep it at. You know, we don't want yeah. to grow this thing to a crazy crazy level of of uh, patrons that are. It's not enjoyable. I don't like going to huge festivals. I mean, yeah. I, we've we've done them. We we do large scale festivals, and you go to those, and it's just not the right place to highlight what we're doing. They're large festivals, getting lots of different beers in people's hands. There's a place for that, but that's not what we were. That's not what we set out to do, and we're not going to grow to that level on this one.
3: Well, one thing that I like about this festival is that they threw out the challenge to the breweries to incorporate Arizona ingredients ah. in the beers. For so so even if both you're, years. Yeah, 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 nice. So even if uh, you're doing a cask or something and you can incorporate those Arizona ingredients, uh, it gets pretty crazy because there's a lot of food that's grown in Arizona that you probably don't even know. Yeah, like such as? Uh, We use pecans. Like Arizona is one of the top pecan producers in the country. Isn't that on the – you see those on the side of the freeway going down to Tucson. Is that right? Yeah, pistachios
0: yeah. too. Oh, is that oh, – I didn't know that. It's I'd be crazy. down there picking pistachios all the time, <laughs> <laughs> jumping over the benches to get – so I love pistachios. And they're expensive too. Yeah. You know? Um, that's really cool too, adding, adding that element into it. And we'll talk in a minute here about the Beer 101 that we're going to be doing. Uh, but it, it seems like there's more depth to it than just uh, – just, hack the house and everybody drink as much as you can and stumble, stumble out that you wanted to experience based,
1: right? Yeah. No. And I think for us, you know, Sean's a little bit more um, into the beer scene than, than I have been or, or was, but I think going through this process of putting this event together allowed me to experience the different breweries that we have here in town and sample and get to know their beers and get to, to know the different kinds and kind of learn the process of beer making and, and really appreciate it. Or now I'm an, an avid craft beer drinker. Where that's you know part of who I am because of this festival and going through it and developing it, and that's hopefully what we're helping others that come to the festival become part of that scene too.
2: Yeah.
0: I was gonna say I feel like it was kind of personal for you guys, like, hey, let's just have a beer festival that we can drink all this beer,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean we're, we're lucky enough where we can, you know, get creative and try to figure out different events to bring to Salt River Fields and bring to the community. And, you know, this has kind of been a passion project of ours and trying to do it right and not, you know, try to try to do it where we're trying to, you know, make a lot of money off of it. We're trying to actually get something out of it where the patron can have a great time, the brewers can have a great time. And that, you know, everybody wins.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and, and I like that there's, a, there's samples. You, you can get samples of everything from. Did I see Zermede, Superstition Meadery? Yep. We'll be here. yep. yep. They've, yep. They've, we've got a verbal commitment from them. Yeah. Nice. So, so we got Superstition Meadery, Cider Core. Um, we got wineries, distilleries, and beer. So you get a taste of the f- full gamut. And kombucha, too. And kombucha. Yeah, that's right. Kombucha. Wild tonic. So, yeah. yeah Which right. I don't think a lot of people realize that wild tonic is in. Is it Cottonwood? Cottonwood. Yeah. Cottonwood, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people knew. That. I didn't know that until like a year ago. <laughs> so,
1: uh, yeah, there really is something for everybody. You know, yeah. Right? It's, that's the cool part. And then what
0: about, um, so you're going to have, do um, you have solid numbers at this point, like 10 plus breweries, 20? Yeah, we're,
2: we're, we're at uh, a total of 16 breweries. Okay. Um, we've got four distilleries and three wineries on board, so... Um, everywhere from Cottonwood to the Metro down to Tucson. So we got Borderlands and Crooked Tooth are committed. Nice. So that's – and we've got Grand Canyon from up in uh, Williams. So we want – we did our best and we're continuing to strive to showcase the entire state. Um, And it is a challenge to convince them to drive from – you know Tucson Tombstone wherever to come and do this event, but um, we've got our got our foot in the door with a lot of the breweries, and and we just anybody that was questioning, oh, you know, we got this going on. That's peak season, headed it. Well, just talk to anybody else, talk to any of the breweries over here last year, ask them how it was. Yeah, and if and they will tell you it's great, and like so that's we're just hanging our hat on that, and and we want every every experience um to be a little bit better than what everyone else is doing so f- for the patrons experience they get to they get to vote on their favorite beer so or brewery or distillery. so they you come in you get your lanyard of you know drinks and then on there is a perforated um ticket that you get to tear off and you vote so oh, that's right. uh, yeah. last year, Oso won, um, and Cider Corps runner up. Uh, but this year we've got a championship belt that we're <laughs> giving that away idea. the world's greatest craft, uh, beer. <laughs> so that's going to be awarded to the people's choice this year. So just making it fun for everyone. You know, this isn't uh, uh, an overly serious thing, but, um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of thought and effort goes into it that's for sure. And, but, and, and we enjoy it and we, we get to work with guys like you and Andrew and everyone, all the brewers it makes our job a, a lot of fun.
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and working with, with beer and alcohol too kind of takes the edge off a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally. But yeah. Uh, but what, what I like, like you mentioned cider course. So I think it's cool be going to a festival like this. It's not just 120 breweries where you can try a range of beers, which is great. But now, you know, you have somebody with you that's like, ah, I don't like cider. Like, Dude, try cider core because it's not cider. It's cider core. It's not yeah, an angry orchard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of
1: people haven't tried the different stuff that's out there. Yeah. You know, so they don't even know.
0: Yeah. Yep. Or you can have, you know, um, a typical one spouse is a big wine drinker and the other one's a beer drinker. And it's like, hey, there's something for, for everybody. And, right. you know, you get to try wine, like like you said, from Arizona. That's not... People don't know how actually good it is. Yep. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is... What's when is this all going down this year?
1: What's the date? So it's Saturday, November twenty third. Okay. Um. So there's VIP that opens up at one o'clock, okay. and then general admission opens up at two. Um. And it runs till five p.m. and we'll have everybody in place. We'll have some a DJ, some you know spinning some music and nice doing his thing. We'll have a nice. Hopefully, it'll be a beautiful day. It's going to be the end of November, so it'll be a really nice uh, atmosphere out there. So. Nice. Yep. And food, right? You yeah, have do, we'll have, have some, some food trucks out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, we'll have some food and dessert <laughs> vendors out there. So, uh, you know, there's something for everybody. You want know, some other like t shirt vendors, some like beer centric, you know, alcohol centric vendors. So um, it kind of in- adds to the flavor of this event. Um, and it's also in kind of uh, an unused part of the ballpark. So it's in our center field plaza, uh, which is on the east side of the complex. So it's kind of near. The 101 kind of parking lot over there on our on our side. Okay, um, but it's really cool where we have you know a couple lawns. It's inside and outside of the of the stadium, um, and we've never really utilized that area before until last year. So it's uh you know it's got a, a fountain out there. It's got seating, a lot of trees, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of different stuff to just kind of hang out and, and enjoy the different you know breweries and different wineries and distilleries.
0: Yeah, nice man, nice and. Uh, a- Big thing that we're going to do is the beer one on one. We're going to educate people on making beer, right? Yeah, is that simple yeah. way to put it. Right? <laughs> so one of the big yeah. things that
1: Andrew, you know, talked to us about last year was trying to have some kind of educational piece inside the festival where people can learn. I was a big you know, supporter of it because I wanted to learn more about the the brewing process and the different beers and kind of what it takes to 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 beer, uh, brew all this beer. Uh, so this year, we we're lucky enough to have you guys involved. Uh, where it makes a nice kind of Q and A session, and even just kind of a, a a chat with the brewers, and kind of you know have one brewer talking to another one, and just kind of figuring out what's their favorite styles, what's their favorite recipes, how do they you know get inspired to to develop these different beers, and and also have the chance for people that are there to ask questions and get to know these folks and get to know kind of what it takes to to brew the beer.
0: Yeah, nice. And Andrew, Beer One Hundred One, your brainchild. Is that right? <laughs> uh, no, I
3: wouldn't say that. I think, there was a, I think it was a collaboration. Okay. Everyone was talking about what yeah. should we do. And I said, well, uh, just standing up and talking about grains pretty boring. It's more fun if there's visual or interaction. And Smelling it, too. So the grain. idea was, well, let's get some homebrewers out. Who's better at talking about brewing than homebrewers, honestly? They never stop right? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like me. I mean, it's true. We
0: got a home brewer that's going to come on the mic here in a second too. And Marcus is uh, back there prepping. He's like, look at him. He's like game time. He's like (laughs) get himself psyched up. (laughs) But no, I think that I think it was a great idea because, um, you know, people can see what's, what's going into it. You know what I mean? And, um, maybe we should get, let's jump into that. Marcus, do you want to join us? Jump on the mic here? and uh Drew as well. You guys, I was going to say introduce yourselves but I just did, but I will still let you introduce yourselves. <laughs> <that> you <anyone>? what? It's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Marcus, my friend, how's it going, man? It's going pretty well. Good. Good. Marcus is a familiar voice on the podcast. Uh he does the the beer reviews. So, does a very good job at it, too. Thank you.
4: Yes. So, introduce yourself. Oh, well, my name is Marcus Peña, Brewery 602, and I do beer reviews and uh Brewery six hundred two on Instagram. Yeah, so. and, and I'm a and, home brewer. So and brewery six hundred two on your hat and on my on hat, your hat. Yeah, you got
0: the merchandise too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, introduce yourself, uh, Drew Ortega, uh, assistant head brewer, Uncle Bears. Excellent, excellent. So are you, are you guys comparing like thoughts over here as we were talking?
4: No, 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 not no. really. No. <laughs> so, so this is this is new to me. So uh, I did actually come to the event with my wife last year, and. Um, you know, kind of it's that situation you were talking about, you know, I'm a beer drinker. Uh, she hates beer and she loves wine. So Ah. it worked out perfect. You know, we both had a great time. Um, the pours were just right. The amounts were just right. It's nothing that you're going to just come and get inebriated and, you know, throw up in the pool or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) So really cool event. And so I was happy that uh, Sean actually reached out to me, um, on Instagram and asked if, uh, you could pick my brain on some ideas and you were one of my ideas so i guess maybe I that happened that. I mean, yeah. maybe that happened beforehand <laughs> or after i don't know uh, the timing of it was kind of unusual but uh one of my ideas was yeah you know have tap that come out and then the other one was to see if we could homebrew yeah so like a like a beer 101 type of thing where we're teaching these people that are obsessed with craft beer uh the brewing process yeah so and it's going to hopefully come true here pretty soon. So, yeah, so it sounds like you. a lot of fun.
0: And so, uh, Drew, are you envious sometimes of, of the home brewers that get to brew like uh, on Whatever their own terms? They want, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Especially now. I mean, went from a three-barrel system to now a 30-barrel, and I'm a production brewer. Three yeah. to
0: 30? Yeah. Wow.
5: Yeah. So, yeah. I, I definitely get jealous uh, with uh, some of these uh, crazy niche beers that uh, these home brewers are making. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, maybe you can jump over there and, and uh, get your hands <laughs>
4: burned. I don't know. That's not the right term. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: try not to do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. The
4: market's turning towards uh, more towards like uh, big, heavily adjunct beers, and so I think the home brewer um, doing a five gallon batch. 10 gallon batch or one barrel batch is much easier to, and a lot less expensive to do these huge adjunct beers. Um, but even like a five gallon batch can run you a hundred bucks in ingredients, you know, because you're using so many hops and stuff like that. And that you multiply that into a 30 barrel. I mean, you're, you know, you're selling your, your pint for $10 or whatever. (laughs) So, uh, so that's why I think a, a lot of those big breweries are envious because we can do some crazy stuff. With yeah, beer,
0: so. you do some crazy stuff. Sometimes? I do actually. I brought a.
4: <laughs> I just brewed a pumpkin empanada ale, um, where I actually used a fresh pumpkin empanadas from Food City. Wow. Um, cut up three pounds, threw them in the mash. Uh, again, you try doing that in a big scale and yeah, have a big mess everywhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to try that one.
0: We have ones here that uh that I'm gonna put. I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot or not. Andrew was the one that brought them, so do you know what everything is, Drew? Absolutely. Yeah, nice, man, nice. So what do we What do we got? Uh, that's
5: our Kettle Sour Guava um, we did with 1912. Um, kettle Sour, it sat in the kettle for about three days and then uh, got it to the right pH that we wanted, pH and taste, and then uh, transferred it over and added the guava on our secondary on our on our bright tank so you get that uh, little guava punch to it i didn't want to over over fruit it um it's not a smoothie beer i really wanted that uh kettle
0: sour to shine yeah it's very good Thank by you. the way yeah I, as soon as he said that i was like yep that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> but uh but not uh, what are you drinking here, uh, sean
2: uh that's the uh, ocean beach ipa so ah. a great west coast ipa that's uh you know nice and bitter and one of one of your flagship beers, right? Like one of your top sellers. Yep. So everybody loves the IPAs. But yep. I mean, I think sours have come a, a long way. And have a lot, I you give me like anything sour, I'm like, gross. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, sweet tarts <laughs> or, you know, any, any sour patch kids. And like, get that away from me. But yeah. like, especially in the summertime here, you know, the Gozes and the sours are become one of my favorite beers. And that's been one of the great experiences of planning this event. And as Chris alluded to, just going around and just you can't ever know enough about a particular topic. So growing my knowledge and getting to know the brewers and getting to know the styles that I like it has done that for me. And that's what we want this festival to, to continue to be. It's just an opportunity to get quality beer and that you can get locally. I mean, yeah. local is important in, in such a movement that in supporting local, staying local, you know, sourcing everything is so important that um, it it just works. And, and it's much rather support the brewery down the street and go have a pint there than to shell out you know a a couple bucks for a cheaper quality and that's not good so yeah that that's important is sharing that knowledge and getting getting quality beer in people's hands and that is we've been fortunate enough to, to to do that and we're looking to grow that and get people involved that are actually doing it we got guys that are brewing it at the production level the retail level we got marcus who does it you know just for fun and hand it out to his friends and just to experience it so yeah that's that's a very organic thing it, it really was like i reached out to we when he said a couple of weeks ago when we met at uncle bear's he's like oh yeah marcus or ryan will probably come out and brew. i'm like cool and then like literally the next day, we'd been just chatting through Instagram. He's like, uh, I think I'm coming. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Like we're,
3: we, it's just on. weird.
2: You know, like yeah. Yeah, I had never met Marcus and just so, uh, you know, just organically. And, and if you believe in karma or good things happen to good people, I do like, it just, it's all coming together for the right reasons. And, and it's fun just to, to capture that synergy and, and be able to, to be at the forefront of it. So. Uh, we're just really excited about it. I can't, I can't I can tell. I can't I can get until November, November 23rd soon enough. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it, man. Well, you know, and, and it's cool, too. Um, I think what you are talking about at the very, very beginning was was um, uh, the mix of things, right? And the, these guys actually getting that that opportunity to experiment a little bit, right? So you don't have to just bring out the flagships. Like, you can you can experiment a little yeah, bit. Especially and, yeah,
5: especially for this uh, event. I yeah. mean, it's a one-off event for us. Uh We really kind of think, pick our brains on what we want to do, what we can use locally. And, uh, you know, I want to put my best foot forward. I want to put something awesome um, on tap. And kind of to go along with, you know, the wine and spirits, um, we'll bring a couple different things as well. Kind of like that sour. Um, it's It's definitely an approachable beer for somebody who's just a cocktail drinker. I mean, you're having, you know, lime orange you know you got all those flavors to it and uh you know people say oh i don't like beer well
0: why don't you give this a try yeah i always say you do you just haven't found the right beer Yes, yeah. yeah i make it my mission to like like i'm gonna get you to like beer. yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know what's interesting is uh Sour seems to be one of those transition beers, right? You Absolutely. know you always try to think you want to replace it, right? All right, you like Bud Light. All right, try this Pilsner. Um, I took somebody to Helton. I'm like, Oh dude, you like Bud Light? Let us go. No offense, Brian Helton, but <laughs> you know, but like you like those those loggers, right? So I'm like, dude, go to Helton, we'll go to Helton get the Pilsner and this Mike, the, my favorite Pilsner and he had, he's like, ah, I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. So then, uh, the, uh, CC from Helton was like, he's like, what do you like? Like what kind of foods do you like? Things like that. And she's like, I remember bringing you the boys berry sour, brought him that. And he's like, dude, this is awesome. I'm like I never would have thought as the sour of the sour as that transition beer, you know, but I saw it with my own eyes, Marcus. So oh, no. <laughs> Well, the, the wife
4: actually liked, uh, Las Frescas. Oh yeah, from oh, Ren. So, and, and yeah. Again, she hates beer, but you know, I, Les frescas. Let's say, I mean, uh, is it beer? Yes, of course. It's fermented, but yeah, you know, heavily, uh, heavily fruited, uh, fruited. Yeah. Yes, they're very, <laughs> very heavily fruited. So.
0: Yeah, it uh, is a great beer, though. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. Um, I know we're kind of still in the planning stage of this for the, for the most part, but what uh, what do you? Well, let's uh, let's go back a little bit further. So, you and Ryan,
4: uh, Ryan Calvin, yep. you guys have been brewing together for. Wow, now, for, right? Yeah, for a few years, um he's kind of mentored me through the process, the brewing process. I've always, you know, since uh late 90s been into craft beer. Yeah. Um so I've always liked tasting beer, not just drinking beer, and he got me into the, you know, brewing it. He's like, "Well, if you like drinking it so much, you like tasting it so much, why not brew it?" So I went ahead and just went all in, did all grain, bought a big system, um and just been doing it ever since. So uh, this, this event is going to be really cool because uh, everyone will be able to come down and actually see the process of homebrewing, and hopefully that will inspire people to uh, maybe join ASH, which is Arizona Society of Homebrewers. Yeah. So we'll try to get them involved. Um, and, of course, uh, Uncle Bears is a huge, huge supporter of ASH, um, holds the meetings down there and let us uh, drink every beer on, on tap and <laughs> drain all his, his kegs. <laughs> but uh yeah, so it's gonna be really cool. Um we're not sure yet what we're gonna brew. Um but uh you know those are we're still in the planning stages. Uh so you know once we figure that out I'm sure we'll post uh what we're gonna brew. Ryan and I still have to just get together um and get with Sean and see what we can bring, what we can't bring, what we can do, what we can't do. So yeah.
0: Nice man. And uh so the the event's gonna be what is it one one to five you said right yeah yep. so one to five so what, what will that what will that four hour window look like for you guys like so if you're you're someone coming to this what can they expect over that four hours
4: yeah so hopefully you know we were talking about maybe we'll do a um make a handout or we'll just you know make maybe like a poster post something um on the different like time frame so you know brewing's all timing you know, yeah. there's there's a time for this, a time for that. So, uh, you know, we're hoping that like one o'clock when VIP comes in, we'll be uh, mashing in and all those terms and stuff like that. We'll have defined it's one o one, Right. We'll be <laughs> yeah. able to tell people what mashing in is, what mash is. Um, so we'll be mashing in probably around one o'clock because then that'll give us the four hour window of. Being able to lauder and being able to boil and chill and so, you know, hop additions and stuff like that. And all that is based on timing. You know, we're talking an hour for this, an hour for that. So um, we're thinking probably at that four hour window, we should be chilled um, and then ready to pitch whenever we whenever we leave. So but we'll have something posted uh, for everyone to walk when they're walking by. We could say, hey, come back around this time. We'll be adding our hops. You could come uh, smell hops. Yeah. Um, you know, put them in your hands, put them to your nose, see what the different types of hops smell like. Don't eat um, them. Well, don't, don't eat, eat them. The, Well, you can if you want. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we'll probably, we'll have a bunch of different grains on the table, uh, for people to taste. Uh, you can eat those. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, you know, we'll have a bunch of grains and they could just see the process, you know? Yeah. And of course, of course, ask a bunch of questions about, you know, what the process is we'll yeah. be there to answer questions
0: nice and and like i said we're we're still ironing out all the details but we also have the plan to really have somebody kind of talk about it to the kind of the crowd at the same time right like someone telling hey here's what's going on at this at this point and
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, we got Marcus and Ryan and and with the help of the collaboration of everyone you know we'll be talking about it letting the crowd sit down ask questions uh get to know the brewers again just in a very intimate setting so um, let, let people get involved and I don't know, maybe even let people th- throw the, throw the hops in themselves. Yeah, like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> get it, put them to work, you yeah, know? Right. free right. labor. Let's yeah, you go. Put yeah, that exactly. beer down. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, you got it. We're going to add the hops here in an hour. You need to slow yeah. down, drink some water.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's the other thing, uh, not to get off the topic, but, uh, we provide free water throughout yeah. the event. So, we just want people to stay hydrated, stay responsible, and enjoy the event. So not to the point where, you know, we're not trying to make it five dollars off a bottle of water just because we have you and you need water. Like we, yeah. free water, enjoy it. Let's let's all have a good experience and and in such a small perk that not everyone's doing. And we sure. rent out stations and just making sure that everything is 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 a top notch event. So we're looking forward to again. I'm excited. Keep Looking forward
0: to it. He's like, he's standing up like you're like yeah. doing like running in place kind of things. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that's a, that's a really good point too, because uh, sometimes you go to those festivals and it's like, oh man, I need a water. I'm like seven bucks. I'm paying seven bucks for, you know, like, ah, oh, I'll just, I'll just go get a lager. You know, it's the same, <laughs> that's the same nice. thing. Uh, but th- that's, that's really cool. And, and that just kind of uh, goes on the same plane as, as making this a quality experience more, more than
2: anything for, for everybody
0: involved. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Short lines, free water, great beer, um, great atmosphere. So we beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Yep. I mean, don't quote us on that. Beautiful it's men the, and women. You that's know, right. It's, that's it's right. Scottsdale, so plan <laughs> accordingly. Make wear your highest of heels. And, yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: exactly. Musk up, right? Yeah. yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly.
0: Uh, and so the plan also is we want to try to get some uh, some of the local beer celebrities on the on the podcast for people to be able to talk to as well,
2: right? absolutely yeah. we 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 want everybody to be, to be involved in in some way or another so if they've got a good idea or again if you're a cool person reach out you know yeah. we, we we'll get you involved um this thing is continuing to grow and be refined and um any of the local celebrities and beer personalities and uh just people that enjoy beer people that are knowledgeable on beer and and know what's out there you know know how good these beers are you know you can the scene is you can get beer now. Like it's very accessible. You can get Trillium and Monkish and you know, all those, you can trade it out and you can get it. Like, um, so the fact that there are people in our community, our beer community that know the difference. And they're like, I only want to drink good beer and they're coming to this event because they know that it's, that we are producing good beer and and we're hand selecting the the breweries and the wineries and, and everyone that's involved on, on that side. So, um, you know, we, we want it to be special. We want it to be, um you, we ask the brewers if they can do something that bring something that's not a flagship. Because yeah. you can go into the any tap room and get that off or get it off the shelf at Fries. We want you have to come here to get this. And it, it poses a little bit of a some logistics and planning on the on the brewery's part, but most brewers, Drew, you know, like they want to do something they want to show off. You wanna put oh, your yeah. chest out and Yeah. He's already we're yeah. brewing <laughs> we're brewing this beer
5: yeah. next week and uh I'm gonna Luckily, we have three-barrel fermenters, so I'll take some of our wort, and we're going to attempt to do a tiramisu uh, coffee stout. So uh, I've been envisioning this for a while, and um, it's all about execution, so I'm excited. Chris is saying that you want that belt, man. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do want that belt. Oh, um, hopefully Hope is Brewing is going to be uh, tagging along and, uh, helping me out. Um, I used to, uh, he used to work with us, uh, Taylor, uh, from hope is brewing and, um, great guy. Uh, was sad to see him go, but he's, uh, he's a full grown adult now. So he had to get a real (laughs) job, um, but, uh, yeah. So Taylor, if you're ready,
0: I'm ready. Yeah. Nice. So he's going to be helping out with that brew. Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: he's been wanting to do, come back and do a collab for a while. We've just been so busy with, um, really not having fermentation space. So um, I reached out to him. So hopefully, yeah.
0: I think you guys solved that, right? I took <clears> it to, Andrew gave us a tour of the of the facility, and it's in Gilbert, right? Yeah, yeah. It's huge, man. Yeah, it's huge.
2: Yeah, yeah. So now you're. You're big time, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> still, so they say still yeah. not a full grown adult. <laughs> no. Taylor was another one that was an organic situation. I mean, I I saw that he did a collab with Old Ellsworth and clicked on his at you know Instagram and former baseball player. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know was diagnosed with leukemia, but he's overcome it and now he's wanting to give back and uh, started hope is brewing and in a, a way to help those people that are going through what he had to deal with and uh so i just reached out to him on instagram and turns out well he worked for drew and he's a cool dude and he yes. played baseball and it just it's it's yep. it's a it's a small world as they say but um just another another cool person that we got involved and in. um so we were very fortunate to to be open-minded and be in this position to help help everyone and, and breweries are always so giving to the community and try their best to provide opportunities to give back and, and and share their resources with people that that are coming up or, or share their knowledge like uh, Ryan did with you like sharing your knowledge with an up-and-coming guy that could eventually be your competitor and it's a it's a small world but everyone still in this in the uh, Arizona beer scene in, in the breweries themselves are it's Everyone's still rowing the same boat. Essentially, they're yeah. all they're all pulling for each other, and there's no beef, and there's no turf wars to, to speak of yet <laughs> that I know of. But maybe there's some axes buried. But um, it, that that's refreshing to to work with breweries and people that want to get along and see the forest through the trees, so to speak. Like I can use another you know cliche but a rising tide raises all boats let's just just keep
0: going
2: (laughs) hold on there was one more
0: hold on i think you missed this one now no No, that's awesome and and that shows the passion behind what why you guys are doing this project right i mean this is this is exciting for you it's not just a quick money grab like yeah let's just get this get them out and that's it's it, it reflects it reflects in the in the event like you said from last year and I'm excited. Now you got me excited, man. Like I'm all like giddy now. We (laughs) want to
2: be sustainable just like all the breweries. Like they don't want to be a flash in the pan. Like these guys want to, they poured your heart and soul into a a hobby and now it's become a profession and, and similar to, to, to us. Like it was a hobby for, for me just to drink beer. Now it's like, it's now I've included in, in my profession. So we want it, we want it to be a sustainable event that breweries and everyone looks forward to every year and keep it, keep it small, keep it local and uh, keep it high-end, elegant, professional. Yeah.
0: You can put that on your LinkedIn now as like a skill. Beer drinking, right? now because now it is a professional <laughs>
2: skill. <laughs> yeah. I'm certified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, once again, this is uh, November 23rd, um, right? Is that the date? Uh, what's the website? Where can people find tickets, information, all that stuff?
2: Uh, they can go to azbottlesandbrews.com. Okay. And also a link on saltoverfields.com. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Drive on the 101 and look at the giant sign. You got it. (laughs) Yep. Follow us
2: on Instagram, tag us, you know, all that stuff. I'm I'm not the marketing guy. Chris is off the mic or else he could really rattle it off for you. He's looking uh, at you (laughs) like,
0: hey, let's see what he says here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He did good. He did good. So, well, guys, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Thanks for having us involved. We really appreciate it.
2: We're looking forward to it as well. Thanks. Andrew and ryan and marcus and everyone involved
0: everyone ryan's not here right now but thank you ryan we will see him right it's oh absolutely yeah we'll be here in spirit it's spirit awesome well thanks guys thank you thank you Cheers. guys thanks so much for listening to the show as always be sure to check out our social media for this episode to see how you can win a pair of tickets to this event so, thank you to my team, Chris Dodson, for always being that behind-the-scenes man. Uh, him and Adam Green, both, just a lot of help to kind of make these things happen. We got Fayuka. thank you for letting us use your music for our intro. Uh, Luke Irvin, my partner with the Arizona Beer Book, go check it out. There's the ArizonaBeerBook.com and on Instagram. And Luke is a extraordinary photographer videographer all that good stuff social media management if you need something done reach out to us guarantee you Luke can help you uh thanks to our sponsor for this one Arizona Barrels Bottles and Brews thank you to our Patreon supporters we got Marcus Pina we've got Ryan Colvin we've got Chris Dodson Chris Odom we've got Gerardo Jaime Nate Wirt Jim Flagger thank you guys so much for being awesome And four, staying awesome.